welcome back to the Who's He podcast with me, Phil. And me, Scott. And on this episode, we're going to be looking at Legend of the Sea Devils, the latest episode of Doctor Who. Um, but first, before we talk about what we thought of it, um, what did our listeners think? We did ask for feedback um, for this episode. We did have like three people write back to us, um, which is probably the lowest out sort of yeah. turnout we've had for feedback, isn't well, it? Well, maybe um, the next podcast will see if there's any more feedback we can read out or something. Maybe, maybe. Now, I don't think it's an indication of people just couldn't be bothered to write in or a lot of people just didn't like it. I don't really know. But the feedback we did get, they did like it, didn't they? Um, so who, who, do we, who have we got first, Scott? Heaven Mullen. Yeah. I utterly loved it. Doctor Who has never looked more cinematic. So the greatest show ever made. And what a trailer. I'm so going to miss Jodie's Doctor. Eight hissing the sea devils out of ten. <laughs> oh, okay. okay That's thanks. an interesting one. Yes, yeah, so thanks a lot there, Kevin. And who's next there, mate? Steve Powell. Yeah, and what does Steve say? Well, I rather enjoyed it. Yes, it was a little rushed and an extra 15 minutes would have given the story room to breathe a little. I'd have liked more sea devils, but it all looked incredible and widescreen. As for that, next time trailer whoa that that is very true yeah whoa he said finished up with whoa didn't he yeah that was it was like one of the best trailers (laughs) well we'll we'll come on to the trailer a bit later but for next next and lastly we have uh jeff waddle don't we what does what does jeff say a rip roaring fun adventure just what you want hints of end coming and considering i didn't want a female doctor I think overall, this has been my favourite era of Who since it returned. The Sea Devils rock, Jodie rocks, and the trailer rocks. A stuff. There we are. There we are. Thank, thanks, guys, for, for writing in. Um, you may, maybe because obviously we are sort of doing a fairly quick recording this time because this Doctor Who was on yesterday. We're, we're recording on the Monday afternoon, aren't we? So uh, maybe a lot of people just haven't got around to watching it yet because it was Easter Sunday. Um, maybe sort of people haven't sort of formulated their thoughts yet. But, um, but before we carry on, let's have a little listen to a clip from the recent episode. Entombed in the filth and parasitic air of the land crawlers. They showed me no mercy. The call went out, and you awoke. And now our time has returned. Is the Hwashen ready to hunt? Let it seek. Let it feast. Okay, everybody. So, um, Scott, I'm going to turn to you. Oh. What did you think? Did you like it? Yeah, it was the best episode Johnny Whittaker's ever done. You really? Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, what made you? Um, what, what What did you like about it? Well, um, I didn't really like Dan's costume. That was a bit. <laughs> well, that was meant to be a but joke, like, I wasn't it? I liked the new Sea Devils design because the old one looked like a literal patient outfit. It what the what the looked, what the the the, yeah. um, the net and everything? Yeah, it looked like a patient's outfit a bit. A patient's outfit. Yeah. Like what patients wear when they go to the hospital. Oh, I see, so I, I see. So I the not, new one, not like you, the you, you, you haven't grown up in the age of the string vest, have you? No. No, exactly. No, people used to wear string vests back in the day. Yeah, I know, I know. It does, it does seem very odd now, doesn't it? Um, yeah. No, it's meant to be like netting because of the fishy, the fishy theme to it. Like, not, ah. It was like fishing net. Um, but then, of course, I mean, obviously the last time we saw the Sea Devils was in Warriors of the Deep. Which was ages ago, like... 
nearly full, nearly forty years ago now. Yeah. I don't know yeah, why. So. Not they quite that. Didn't but, um, um, bring the Sea Devils back since then. Well, they didn't look that great then, and it wasn't a particularly well remembered or re- well regarded story. But actually, the story's all right. Just the way it was put together was a bit, bit rubbish. Yeah. Rubbish. That was just the, uh, that was just the. The pitfalls of making television at the BBC Television Centre back in those days, but uh, but anyway, so so you like the Sea Devils in in this. Um, so what else did you did you like then? What about sort of the Doctor in this one? Uh, what do you think of Jodie Whittaker? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I actually don't know because the thing between um, um, the Thirteenth Doctor and Yasmin just like. If you want it, if you want it to happen, just get on with it. All oh, right. So you're talking about the, the, the Yaz and the Doctor being romantic. It's been happening for over an episode now. Like, just get on with it if you want to <laughs> do it. Like, you could have done it in. Well, I I've got a funny thing. They sort of drawn a line under under that last night. It seems seems to the Doctor saying, "Look, I like you, but I don't want to get involved because people get hurt when I when I get close to them." So that's that's what they're. I think so. It, it, you don't know what's going to happen in the next episode, um, which will be her last episode. We don't know yet, do we? No. But, but I remember the last time when you were watching that, when you when you thought the Doctor and Yaz were going to kiss, you 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 were watching it through your fingers, weren't you? You don't like you don't like all the sloppy bits, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, so what about sort of the the story as well about the Sea Devils wanting to? spin the earth on its axis and um sort of flood the earth and so they could come back and kill off all the the, the people who, the, who they think of shouldn't be on the planet well it was a bit the sea devils have always wanted to do that so i like it that i think they've always wanted to do that so i liked it that for like the third time their plan went wrong and they were a bit angry so their plan went wrong again yeah yeah there was you saw a lot of sea devils on the deck, didn't you? So I thought there was going to be a lot more sea devils being involved, but they didn't really do a lot, did they? Really? They had a bit of a sword was, fight. It was basically just one sea devil. The lead one. Yeah. 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 That was played by Craig Ells, who played Carbonista in Doctor Who Flux. He's the same actor. Carbonista. But, uh, woof. Yeah. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. So, um, yeah, so what about Madame Ching? So I, I didn't know anything about Madame Ching, Pirate Queen. She was It's a real-life person. Did you know that before it, before it started? Calculating, no. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, I, I, no, I didn't. I had no idea who Madame Ching was. Apparently, she was very, very, like a very, very successful pirate as well. But Amy, I think. Yeah. So, does it, does it make you want to go and find out more about her? No. No. Why's <laughs> no. that? Why's that? Because like, once again, it was a bit like one of those stories where. Wait, all the pirates just want to hurt, like, want to hurt people with like swords and sword fighting. That's what pirates do. Yeah, because or like, did. the Jihan actually changed like a lot and sacrificed himself, mm. but Madame Chain basically s- s- stayed the same but got like ten percent more kinder. She didn't really mm-hmm. do a lot. No, she didn't really. You're right. To be honest, she didn't. She's meant to be like the. Know the guest star of that episode, and then didn't really do a lot, really. No, no, no it's a shame. But so, what about um Dan? And he's you mentioned his silly pirate outfit. Yeah. Yeah, which was Yaz's fault, wasn't it? She made him wear it. Once but... again, I don't. Once again, back to the point of not people not really doing it on that episode. 
I don't think I don't think many of apart from the doctor I don't think it, that many people did anything helpful. Like they didn't mm. really do a lot in the whole thing. No, not really. But it, it was um well they don't I mean Danny has did a bit of the sword fighting, didn't they? They did oof, a bit of that. Oof, oof, oof. Yeah. But do you did you think that was exciting or mm. all right? Mm. I wouldn't say it was exciting because you would know it would probably be coming because there's pirates there. <laughs> Makes sense, so... Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, you've got to have a sword fight if you've got, if you've got pirates. Yeah, so it kind yeah. of made sense, so... So, but what about... Um, I was going to say the um, the bit at the beginning with the... Before we sort of... We skipped all over the place this at the moment, but the, the bit at the beginning when she, when Madame Chin took that, that little stone out of the, the, the statue of the sea devil and it, it came to life, that was... That was... You, I think I, I think she was a bit stupid doing that. She like. yeah, she was a bit, but I don't think she knew what was going to happen because no. she called because she caused nearly a world crisis. She did, she very very did, didn't she? Very nearly did. Yes. But but um, but the, the Cedars had their own pirate ship, didn't that sort of floated on the sea, and had their own yeah. sea monster at their command that as well. Thing. Yeah, um, which would it have hurt them just to call it the Merker? Or a new Merker. They didn't name it, so we can call it the Merker if we like. You don't know what the Merker is, do you? It was from Warriors of the Deep, and it was this great big sea monster that the the Silurians and the and the Sea Devils um, used to attack the sea base, and it's it's um, it's been laughed at over the years in Doctor Who because ah. it looks it looks like a pant. I thought you'd seen Warriors of the Deep. It looks like a bit like a pantomime horse. No, haven't you? I thought you'd seen Warriors of the Deep. No. No. All oh, right. Okay. No, it's fairly laughable. So I think people. To getting... be honest, I've seen no clips of Warriors of the Deep, but the third Doctor's Sea Devils episode, I've seen. Like, They've shown yeah. quite a few clips of that since this was announced, and I think Warriors of the Deep's been overlooked um, because of, well, yeah, because I think the Sea Devils is a better story. But... So you're saying that the Silurians and the Sea Devils just bowed down to this Merker thing? No, no. They sort of the the, the Silurians sort of created the Merker. I think that was then, the idea. They they made it, but yeah, it's but you, you'll devil, have to watch it. You'll have to watch but it. But then exploring the sea devils, not the Silurians. Yeah, I know, I know. It's very interchangeable, mate. That yeah. makes no sense. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really because the Silurians live. Silurians lived in caves underground, and the sea devils obviously live under the sea. And the Merker is a sea monster, so, why so it should make, be the sea devils. Should, should have made it really. But, but, in that, but, but anyway, monster? anyway, that's enough. That's a completely different story. Let, let's let's get back to this one. Um, yeah, it sort of did its thing, didn't it? And then disappeared. It didn't really go anywhere, did it? They just sort of it swallowed the TARDIS and you never saw the sea monster again. It kind of did nothing, right? There was no point in even putting it in if it did nothing. Apart yeah, from I know. Swallowed the TARDIS. I know, I know. And you could have right. used, like, something else to do it. Okay, what about the special effects? Did you like the special effects? In it? Yeah. You said the monster and the floating ship and, the, 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 of, and the underground base. It looked, were, it looked good, didn't it? They were better it than good. the other CDIs you've seen. Yeah. For example, what about the um the sea devil at the beginning when he he leapt up onto the ship at the very beginning? He sort of floated up. Do you remember that bit at the, at the beginning of the episode? No, but I, I thought don't. that looked pretty pants actually. That looks how did it rubbish float up? Well, all the other times it just sort of disappeared in green mist, um, and then back to occasion it it leapt up onto the deck very badly. And yeah, it, like the thirteenth Doctor and her companion friends. 
leaped up into the ship somehow. Well, no, they swung on ropes, which which is fair enough. But the sea, it just leapt up into the air and sort of floated it, up like to the top, didn't it? it, it looks... Jumper, like one of those athlete jumpers that go, Wee! Oh, well, you have to be a, a super athlete to have done that. It was about 100 feet up. Um, but you're getting a bit negative now. You, do you, are you sure you like this? Yeah. You're umming and ahhing about this one, aren't you? Yeah. We held your interest. You you weren't talking all the way through it. You you did watch it. You did sort of you know, you did get involved in it, didn't you? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. It's not. Now I said it was the best episode. That was actually quite a lot of bad bits too. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? Um, you said you quite liked it. I didn't. I really didn't like it at all. Okay. I I thought it was awful. I oh. thought I thought it was awful. Um, sea devils weren't really used to any great effect. It's the same old thing that's always been done before in all the other get rid of humans. Um, the sea, sea devil, I'm looking at an IMDB yeah, right... Well, hang on, I'm looking at an IMDB right now and he's given the name of Marcissus, but in the actual show, he wasn't named. In the credits, he was called Lead Sea Devil or Chief Sea Devil. That's stupid. Didn't even give him a name, um, which I thought was really, really bad, actually. So there's no real sort of character so they made- there. So Doctor Who community basically made up the name Narcissus. Well, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm assuming IMDb have got hold of it's from an official cast list. Um, so it must have had a um, a name originally, but in the, but in the credits at the end of the pro, it was called Chief Sea Devil, um, which was really 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 weird. Um, I thought the Doctor was arrogant and smug and unlike deeply unlikable in this one. Um, she, she made she made the doctor made no attempt to sort of try and make peace with the sea devils, try and calm the situation. She actually made it worse, I think. Um, it would have been better if the sea devils didn't just try to take over Earth. They tried to take over the whole entire of space and time. Well, no, they wouldn't because the Earth was there. They were the sea devils and the Silurians were there before humans. So they were like fighting over the planet, like sea devils and Silurians. No, they just sort of coexisted. So basically, they didn't know each other. They didn't like they they didn't like the humans. When well, they went into hibernation and woke up, and the humans had taken over the planet. So they wanted their, what they saw as their planet back. So this <laughs> was the but that's been the same in every Silurian story and now Sea Devil story. It's exactly the same thing. Well, at least change it up to like there was like a Sea Devil survivor or something that was like trying to take over the Earth for revenge. Look, at least it wasn't even revenge. It was just uh, we just want to commit genocide, and that that was it. Really, wipe everything out. Um, yeah. So I I thought it was yeah. Didn't think they had, they had much to do. Um, as I said, I think the Doctor was awful in this. Um, just really arrogant and cocky. And... Wait, who was the best character out of all of them? Well, I'll come on to that in a minute. I'll come to that. I just want to. Go, I want to get through. I want to get my stuff a bit. I've been itching to say this. I want to get all this out. You see, um... okay, I want to get all this out. Um, Yep, so Madam Ching, apart from the bit at the beginning, she she was the catalyst for everything that happened and then basically did, didn't do much after that, really. Um, I know she didn't, there was no uh, crew on her ship um, and I see they were all taken prisoner along with her two sons, um, which is fine, but I think the reason there was no crew because they filmed this during COVID, so they couldn't have too many actors on board, so that that's probably explains why it was an empty pirate ship, really, but that's that's fine. The Yaz and the Doctor thing, I don't care about that, to be honest. I really don't. Um, I'm, I'm old school, I'm afraid. It's sort of like no hanky-panky in the TARDIS. 
<laughs> no hanky panky. Scott's giggling his head off at that. Hanky panky. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it just sort of. Considering this was quite a short episode for a special, it's fifty minutes long. Wait, I actually, I need to say this. Go on. But uh, actually, I saw someone complaining that it wasn't an hour long. Mm-hmm. Because normally it's an hour long, but it was reduced to 10 minutes less. And this person's wondering why Doctor Who slash BBC decided to not make it 60 minutes like it normally is. Well, that's what I mean. It's a special. We're not getting a lot of Doctor Who this year. It's 50 minutes long. Um, at 10 minutes of that, right at the room, was taken up with the Doctor and Yaz. We, so you could have ran out to 60 minutes, still had you 10 minutes with the Doctor and Yaz at the end and expanded the plot because I think it was edited really badly. Like the monster disappeared, never mentioned again. Um, it was sort of like the, um, I, I thought, Ji Hun as well. It was never explained why he was kept in suspended animation by the Sea Devils. That was never explained why. Why did they, they just kill him? They got, they got the ship they wanted. Why didn't the Sea Devils kill him? Like he was just kept alive as to serve the purposes of the plot to say, yeah, we're going to use him to hold those cables together so the Doctor had to get away. And that's another thing I didn't like about the Doctor as well. The Doctor sacrificed a human to save the day. The Doctor would never have done that. And that's why I think the Doctor's written, written really badly in this particular story. I really do. I got a question. If you choose one of the best writers of... Who have wrote stories of Doctor Who? Who would it be, and who is your least favourite one? Oh, because, Scott! Because you're, that's a big question. Because you're because like most of the Chris Chibnall ones haven't been the best, but then like old Doctor Who ones have been good, written by really good writers. So is it like is Chris Chibnall like a bad writer or a good writer? Well, that's 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 a that's a big question. That's a big question, Scott. Um, I think. Christian was written scripts for Doctor Who before, and I've never really liked them. When Russell T. Davis was the showrunner and when Stephen Moffat was the showrunner, I never liked his scripts. I just thought they were very bland Stephen and Moffat. Moffat yeah. was probably one of my one of my favourite writers for Doctor Who stories. Oh, okay. He just okay. made it so exciting to watch. For example, like the Christmas special for the Top Doctor. It wasn't confusing, unlike some of his other ones that he's done, like... The series five to six one that silence weird. Oh, thing. the silence! Yeah, that, that wasn't was, my. That was kind of stupid. Yeah, that wasn't my favourite series, Doctor Who, by a long shot. That one, but nah. but um, so yeah, so but now Chris Chibnall, he he, he runs. He's the showrunner. He 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 writes most of the scripts. He edits most of the scripts as well. He gets to decide which which direction the show wants to go in, and and that's what a lot of people criticised. Doctor Who since Jodie Whittaker took it. It's nothing to do with Jodie Whittaker because I think she's a really good a- um, actress or actor, as you meant to say now. It's the way her character's yeah. written. Yeah. It's by the person who's... It's the stories. I think the stories have been really lacking. Some of them have been really good. Um, I like but the, this one wasn't, I'm afraid. Like, maybe the Jadoon one was pretty good. Like the new, the, like the old TARDIS and like... The oh, yeah, yeah. The Doctors. That one was good, but like if you think about it to this one... The other one was probably way better because it was just more, not yeah. More, it has had like two different tardises, which is amazing, and and <laughs> yeah, and also the timeless child was stupid to. to the timeless child, yeah, yeah I, I know that's that's, that's one lot, but a lot of people do like it, Scott, and a lot of people like 
Legend of the Sea Devils. I'm just one of the people who, who doesn't, I'm afraid. And I, I, and I really wanted to like it because I, I love the Sea Devils. And I, I just think it was just a really, really poor story for them, really. It didn't sort of... I know it's a special. You don't have to have... All these things in it. Earth-shattering events in every episode of Doctor Who. Doctor, Doctor, it's something that's just nice just to have a nice, Simple. easy, fun story to watch. But I I just didn't... It, not, it, it just rubbed me up the wrong way for some reason, this story. I don't know why. Um... I mean, there were some good things. The Sea Devils did look good. I think they did look them. The 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 masks were good. I've, I've seen people complain about them as well, but I think they look really good. Um, and they were just enhanced a little bit by CGI to make the eyes blink and things move I, and I everything. Think, so, which is good. I think um, Chris Chibnall is a good character writer, but like um, a lot of characters and like his jokes in the episodes were good, like the chocolate Santarans. I think. Oh, you love that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah you laugh at that. Some, when he puts some more jokes in or something, and it might get more people watching it, because I think that my Doctor Who will be a mix of both. Like, if you could put serious and fun together, seriously fun. Because it could be, like, a mix of both. Like, mm. And also, like, change um, every, some stories up. Because they're all the same now, to me. Oh, okay. They basically all have the same plot, world dis- planet you... destruction. Well, yeah, that that's pretty much science fiction, Scott. To be honest, um, are you going off Doctor Who? You sound you sound like you're going off Doctor Who. I've never heard you be this critical about it before. But I think it's just like this episode. I hate. Oh, you and liked now it. I hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. There is some, there is some stuff to love, but overall, I I didn't like it. I didn't I'm like it. I'm gonna rate it out of ten because my rating out of ten <laughs> will probably be. Hates a, hates a strong word, Scott. Let's just say you did you didn't you didn't like it I'm gonna that say much. Three point five out of ten. Oh, damning, damning. That's not like three point. I'm gonna do it three point five out of five because if I did it out of ten, it would be. Oh, okay. That's I don't not want quite it to be so too bad, high though. or too low. Yeah. So I'm gonna do it out of five. Cause, okay. Because you can't go bad with that of five. I don't think. Because no. a lot of people can like say things if you do it like just over half a half yeah halfway yeah. with the scores yeah okay yeah because that would okay. be more easier because a That's lot three of people because yeah. a lot of people wouldn't agree with your thing and then you get like all of this hate so if you do it out of yeah. five it's more like you won't get hate for saying what you want to say because I know there's mm. a lot of people out there who don't understand that people are trying to have their own opinion mm-hmm. and they judge it like you don't judge other people's opinions i know everything's very very black and white to a lot of a lot of people and it's not just in doctor who fandom it's in a lot of fandoms actually and they can't agree to disagree um a lot of things it's just sort of like if someone says i don't like i didn't like the episode of doctor who or, or i don't like the chris chibnall era someone else say no you're wrong it's the best one ever you're wrong and then this whole argument starts. So they just say, "Well, I, all they have to say is, well, I liked it actually," wanted, and that's it. That's all you have to say. No, no, just like having a arguments to, with people. It's I just, just an utter waste say, of time. More I'm f- not going off Doctor Who, but I think some stories are a bit over the top or something. Yeah, like I didn't think this was over the top. I thought it was just a lot of nothing. Some stories really. were underrated or overrated. So I'm not going off Doctor Who. I'm just saying that some stories can be a bit. Bleh. A lot of the yeah, time. Yeah. For example, um, you like even some old stories were sometimes bad, even though. Oh yeah, I mean I'm not saying that. I mean people they tend to look back on on old doctors and say, oh that was so much better than you like you know I mean, since yeah, 2005. It... But no, there was a lot of rubbish made then. Not every episode of Doctor Who was good, but the thing about Doctor Who, you could watch it one week and it's rubbish. You come out the next week and it's brilliant again. And a lot of people so, hate yeah. old Doctor Who. 
some people hate Old Doctor Who because of the um, CGI, but who cares about the CGI? It's about how the characters have exactly. been written. Like, the CGI isn't important. They didn't have a lot of money back then. No. Because they spent it on a lot of things. And well, there was no such thing as CGI. It was all practical effects and, yeah. and models. and They still use models now, but it's just not so noticeable. Um, another, thing, another thing I didn't like about this... Oh, one more. Um, right, is when Dan just killed all the sea devils like he's now a stone cold murderer he just ah. slashed them all down and I really didn't like that at all um, I'm still not sure what type of character Dan is supposed to be is it supposed to be like a mix of someone like a mix of Ace blowing up blowing up and jumping around things or yeah, but Ace had, a mix Ace, of like but Ace had some attitudes Dan hasn't, and, and that's what I mean. He's, of, he's, a, he's a really hollow character. And a mix of Rose, who like, is a bit useless all the time and doesn't really do a lot. Like a mix of those two characters. Oh, okay. Because Rose didn't <laughs> well, no, do no, it. Rose did a fair few things. Yeah. Um, but well, like, I, with Dan, though, I just don't... I was surprised to see Diane um, crop up at the end. Um, that, uh, that was good to see, this, that she hasn't been forgotten about. Um, but, uh, I don't know, I, I just found that, that really jarred with me, watching Dan hack... Down in one fell swoop, five sea devils who just stood there and did nothing, really, which I thought was a bit weird. Um, but I, 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 do you know what? I, I come back to the fact I think this could have possibly done with an extra ten minutes because it was edited really weirdly. Um, someone. So um, I think I think it was a lot cut for some on reason. On the second comment I read out, I think it was the Steve Powell. Yeah. Yes, he said add extra fifteen minutes to it. Yeah, but you, it's normally sixty minutes, so I, I would say ten minutes. Ten minutes, yeah. It did. It did need more time. It, there were just some things not explained, or it needed to things be disappeared and, out a bit more into the yeah the character thing. Like this is the only episode on this podcast I've ever said I didn't like as much. Like this mm. is the lowest score I've ever done. It is. It is. And to be honest, it's probably the most critical of Doctor I've been in a long time. Actually, I've, I've usually found. A lot to like, even episodes I didn't particularly like. But this one, I, there's mm, no, it's not, it's not that good. The only thing, because um, obviously straight after the episode aired last night, I did my initial reaction for the Doctor Who podcast with James and Onion, um, and I pretty much said the same thing. I just, I didn't really like it. A lot but, of people... but, but there's one thing um, that that did surprise me is when Yi Hun killed the Chief Sea Devil. You know, he killed him and the mm-hmm. screen the Sea Devil let out. Was the same s- screen they used when a sea that got killed from 1972, the John Pertwee. So it's the same sound effect. Well, that has so been... how about that, then, fact fans? <laughs> there was one. Um, if you go off topic here, there was a YouTube channel called The Confused Adipo- Adipose. All right. He likes him. He's like a Doctor Who person, mm-hmm. and uh, there was this thing about. Yaz um might be dying or something like I don't think that will happen but also there was a leaked picture mm. on his YouTube channel that the doctor might Ooh, regenerate no. in a quarry because the doctor and Yaz would because there was a picture of the doctor <laughs> and Yaz in a quarry behind the tar well, in well, front of the tar Well, do you know what? I think now's a good time to talk about after the episode ended last night. The trailer. The trailer. Oh, I can't wait yes. for this. Now, it, obviously this is for the now I know people out there don't, they always switch off when they see the coming next bit because they don't want to be spoiled. They don't want to see any spoilers for, for what's happening in the, but in the next episode. that was amazing. But, hang on, and before we go any further, we're going to talk about that trailer now. So if um, you don't want to know what happened in that trailer, 
just put your fingers in your ears or turn off and skip forward um, a little bit when, we, when I do the news later. Because um, right now we're going to talk about the trailer uh, for next time. So, um, the biggest thing, Tegan, Ace. Ace was one of my favourite companions because she told me about the Seventh Doctor and I had the Seventh Doctor. You love the Seventh Doctor, I, I know. I went too fast. <laughs> Let me explain it again slow-mo. Go on. I love Ace because she was with the Seventh Doctor. <laughs> oh and, um, dear, okay, right. Yeah, that, that was a complete surprise. How they kept that a secret, I And don't I saw know. the guns, pew, pew, pew. I know. Um, I, hope, I, I just hope they don't ruin Tegan and Ace by bringing them back. Um, it's it's a good, Chris Chibnall's scripts have not been very good. I think he's written the finale. So, Hopefully, um, but um, the, the thing is, we still don't know the title of the episode. It's, it's just called the centenary episode. That's not the name of it. Um, it really isn't. But we've seen, we've got the return of the master oh, as well. He's oh, back. I didn't, I did, the part on his, his part in the trailer wasn't very good. Didn't show a lot. Kate Stewart's back. Yeah, I saw him. She, what was she behind again? Cybermen. She's in front of Cybermen. So we know Cybermen are back. Um, a lot of much Daleks, Cybermen, and I think Suntarans might be in there. No, Suntarans were. Daleks were. Suntara, the uh, Cybermen were. Vinda was Vinda. back from, from, from Doctor Who Flux. He was back. Was he Was he evil? No, he was good, wasn't he? Vinda. Vinda, yeah. What he looks. Oh, yeah, the guy with the... With the little short dreads. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, yeah, so he's back in it. Um... But what you said about the Doctor Regenerate, you've seen, you've seen a, a leaked photo. Well, the tracing suggests she was in a building, so it wasn't the TARDIS, no, but, but, but it, it was a set somewhere. But I think she didn't actually... Unless it was a fake regeneration. I think it was, because it looked like doctor, the Doctor was about to get killed for good in that tube. Mm, I don't know. Because he literally shouted, uh, help me, yes! I'm like, like, what can she do? She doesn't. I can't be. It could be anything, Scott. That's that's the problem. People people put these clips and it's all out of context. You know what special effects they're going to put in. They could yeah, put something behind them. Or... I was. I did my own little thing about the centenary special. I kept going off topic because I am very bad at doing that stuff. And I tried <laughs> to find a clip, but I couldn't find it. And there was and I, as I was scrolling through to find a clip to put mm. in the middle of it, there was this like stupid thing. That assumed that Johnny Depp was gonna be the next. Oh actor. God, no, it, no, I was like no, no! Screaming no. in laughter because it was stupid. Well, I think the um, the one thing that did make me laugh was um, joke with my wife and yeah, I know. read read that that rumor. Danny dies the next Doctor. Oh, yeah, it was it's so rubbish. It's a rumor. Just a lot of our rubbish is put around in the press. Now, well, if Danny Dyer takes over, I'll just be watching out of morbid curiosity after that. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I mean, that, the trouble is, though, when, when we went Eve of the Daleks at Chris or New Year's Day, Eve of the and the trailer showed Legend of the Sea Devils, I was like, yes, Sea Devils, I got so excited, the Sea Devils are back, and I watched last night's episode. They were that only was, good clips. I know, but I said, that was such a disappointment. And now they've whetted their appetites again with the next episode, trailer, Tegan and Ace are back in Doctor Who, and I've just, I'm, just set myself up for another disappointment, I feel, actually. But now, everybody, uh, let's have some news. Now, uh, there's not been too much happening uh, since we were last on air, but unfortunately, we have to start with um, some sad news. We've lost uh, another sort of two actors uh, from the world of Doctor Who. And first up, an absolute 
well, well, a legend really of British television, June Brown, um, sort of died at the age of 95. Now, June Brown, uh, for Doctor Who fans, uh, she played Lady Eleanor in The Time Warrior. If you can remember, uh, Lady, her character, Lady Eleanor, was really sort of the real power uh, behind the throne, uh, I should say, of the, uh, was it the Earl of Wessex. Um, yeah, she was the one who sort of really wanted to um, take the fight to Iron Gron um, and was the real steel um, of, that, of that relationship. And very good she was as well. But I think to everybody else, she's known um, as Doc Cotton um, from um, the very long-running BBC soap opera EastEnders. Um, and she played a role between 1985 and 2020. Um, so that was a, she had a good long run. Uh, that and really, she, yeah, and she's a legend um, of of British television. Um, it's a shame, uh, it really is. Uh, so she's not been very active the last uh, sort of last couple of years since she sort of really. I don't want to say she retired or, or, or as such, but uh, yeah, um, it's uh, it's it's a real shame. It really is a shame to, to see her go. But say so she does leave a, a big legacy behind her. As and a very very good character she played in the Time Warrior as well. So um, very 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 sad. And next up, also, we have some other more sad news that the actor Sonny Coldenez uh, died at the age of 89. Now, Sonny Coldenez uh, for Doctor Who is probably not something you would recognise, actually, because he mainly he was in under costumes, namely Ice Warriors. Uh, yes, he was in, um, he played a number of Ice Warriors, actually. Um, so he was in the debut story, um, playing a character called Turok. Uh, then he would be in The Seas of Death um, in 1969, The Curse of Peladon in 1972, and The Monster of Peladon in 1974. Uh, but also, um, sort of recently, we can see him in animated form, um, at least. He played the character of Kamel in Evil of the Daleks, um, who sort of worked with Jamie and Victoria um, to sort of escape the Daleks. And uh, again, as, as such, with, with those sort of sort, sorts of roles um, in, in that particular period, it was a mute role. He didn't have any lines or anything. Um, but Sonny Cordenez was a, he was a sort of big imposing figure, um, sort of like, <laughs> so he was used for those, you know, sort of the strongman kind of things. Um, but also, out sort of, obviously that was one of his few roles where he wasn't under makeup, but also he appeared in quite a few famous films as well, actually. Um, he was in The Man with the Golden Gun, um, so he played the uh, the guy that was tossed into the um, the liquid nitrogen by uh, Britt Eklund's character Mary Goodnight at the end of the end of the end of the film, and also he was in the uh, Nepalese bar fight in Rays of the Lost Ark as well. Um, he's the I think he's the one that um, Marion Rapewood shoots in the back as he's about to shoot Indy. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's yeah. I mean, you know, another guy who's been in so many things and probably not not well recognised um, as such. However, by all accounts, uh, the people who, are, who sort of the tribute's been paid to him, um, he was by all accounts a very, very, very sort of nice man, a top bloke, really. And always had time for people at conventions and whatever. Um, so it's uh, it's a shame, and it's it's unfortunately, as Paul and I always say when we have to cover these things uh, when we do the news. Um, it's always, you know, a thing that's cropping up more and more now. Um, each time we do a podcast, we have to report on someone from that particular period of Doctor Who has sadly passed away, and that unfortunately, it's just going to continue like that. But, uh, but there we are, there we are. So, you know, we we sort of like raise our glasses to the, to those to those two there. But now on to some sort of finishing news on some sort of happier, happy news action. Now, if you're a fan of the Peter Cushing. Um, Doctor Who movies, which I am actually, 
uh, they are getting um, a 4K restoration um, and will be released, I think, as, as, a, uh, as a box set, I understand. So, um, so that's, this has been done by a Studio Canal. And um, so this, I mean, this is, I love the Peter Cushing films. I know sort of purists will say, oh, it's not Doctor Who, but I think they're fantastic movies. Um, they're bright and colourful and loud, and I, think, I just think they're great. And I love Peter Cushing anyway, so he's one of my favourite actors. Um, and he's just one of those actors that no matter how bad the film was, he was brilliant in it. He never put in a bad performance, much like Christopher Lee as well. Didn't matter how bad the film was, he was always good. They gave it their all. They took it with the utmost seriousness. Um, so, yeah, why, the, why Peter Cushing wasn't Sir Peter Cushing, I don't know. Um, so these will be um, released theatrically, actually, um, on the 10th of July um, this year. But this will follow a, a special double bill preview at the BFI, the British Film Institute, in London on June the 19th, which... Uh, Scott and I are hoping to attend, actually, if I can get um, if I can get tickets. So, um, so the release of these films, as it says here at the moment, uh, the release as uh, collector's editions, um, still books and digital platforms on the twentieth of June uh, for Doctor and the Daleks. So oh, it's not a box set at the moment. So it's the twentieth of June for Doctor and the Daleks, and the eighteenth of July for Daleks Invasion of twenty one fifty AD. Um, I do actually have these on Blu Ray, um, but. I think I might come back to these, actually. I might buy these again because I think they're exceptional films. I love them. Um, yeah, and there's some more additional um, extras um, on there as well. So you've got um, new featurettes, the Dalek Legacy called Destination Scarrow, um, thing about uh, some extras about restoring Doctor Who in, in 4K. We've also got a new uh, audio commentary with Kim Newman. Um, Robert Sherman, um, obviously author of Doctor, Doctor Who's um, stories, and Mark Gatiss as well. Um, and another audio commentary with uh, Jenny Lind and Roberta Tovey, who played Barbara and Susan in the film, uh, respectively. And then for Dance Invasion Earth, you've got a making of of the film, also restoring, again, Doctor in 4K. Audio commentary again with Kim Newman, Robert Sherman and Mark Gatiss. Uh, the Dalek Mania uh, documentary, which appears on both. I've got a funny thing, this is going to be the same documentary on, on both um, um, both uh, sort of, uh, Blu-rays. Um, interview with Gareth Owen, interview with Bernard Cribbins. Um, that's, uh, worth, <laughs> that's worth the initial price alone as far as I'm concerned. The original trailer and stills galleries on, on both um, both releases as well. So, um, yeah, that's lovely. That's, that's really lovely. Um, yeah, so there we are. That, that, that's, um, that's the news, but... Right now, unfortunately, folks, because we've just had a new episode of Doctor Who. Oh, dear. It's Omega Stats Corner. <laughs> right now, the uh, overnight viewing figures for Legend of the Sea Devils. Now, I know on each, each occasion we go through these, we're saying it's not, yeah, you know, we just report it just for something to, to talk about on, um, on the podcast. And I know I haven't got Paul to um, sort of bounce off of. Uh, for this particular one. But the overnight viewing figures of Legend of the Sea Devils was 2.2 million viewers, which made it the 11th um, most watched show um, of the day. Um, now, 2.2 million, that is the lowest viewing figures that Doctor Who has, uh, has ever had. Now, admittedly, this isn't the consolidated viewing figures yet. Um, I know people say viewing figures, uh, sort of viewing habits have changed, which they have. A lot of people watch it on catch-up or they stream it. So obviously those figures will um, will inflate. However, that's pretty bad. Um, I'm actually quite shocked it was that low. Uh, considering it was beaten um, by a repeat 
um, of um, Antiques Roadshow beforehand, um, which had just over 4 million viewers. So most people switched off. However, it was going up against Britain's Got Talent on ITV1, um, which, again, didn't get great um, figures. Oh, itself, it got 5.2 million. For one of those shows, that's pretty bad, to be honest. So I think things are pretty much, you know, down across the board. But for Doc 2, that is pretty, that's pretty poor, if I'm honest. That really is. Um, yeah, I don't quite know what to say about that. Um, yeah, I'm hoping, come the centenary... Uh, that that will change. I think most a lot of people do tune to watch Regeneration episode uh, just to see who it's going to be. If we're going to find out who it is, that's that's the other thing. Um, but there we are. There we are. That's that's not really good. That's not really good. Um, but hey ho, we'll see. We'll see. But at the moment, I'm sort of looking at that, thinking, oh dear. But but Doctor's not getting cancelled. It's not going away anywhere. It's still going to go strong. Um, you know, it will keep getting made. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe word of mouth gets around, as you know, as I say, bad news travel faster than good news. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens with that one. But anyway, um, for that that's about it for for news and stats. Um, so that was the news. So, um, yeah, that's about it then from, from Scott and myself. Uh, next episode, um, I think, again, Paul won't be with us. And neither will I, a great deal, actually. We're doing Hi. one of our uh, Science of the Time Lord um, old sort of like archive clips that was donated to us by uh, one of our listeners, John Michael Lindsay. Uh, so that'll be the first one. Um, I'm not going to say which one it is yet. Um, we'll, um, I'll announce that sort of nearer the time, uh, which will be in sort of like a couple of weeks' time. Uh, but next time you hear Paul um, back on the show, we'll be talking about Enlightenment, um, and that'll be in uh, our one of our May podcasts. And then, Scott, uh, you've got to select another story to do a commentary for, haven't you? Mm. And it's going to be a, a post-2005 Doctor Who story this time. So... Maybe. I don't know. Like... Oh, you're changing your mind already, are you? I don't know, because... Maybe. I don't know about this. Oh, well, have a think. Have a think. Mm. Have a think. So until next time, folks, it is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Scott. Goodbye. for listening if you don't want to miss a show please don't forget to subscribe to us on apple podcasts and if you get time please also give us a review you can also listen to our podcast via our website which you can find at www.whos-he-podcast.co.uk and you can also listen to us on spotify google podcasts amazon music player fm and tune in if you'd like to leave us some feedback about the show please visit us on our twitter account which is who's underscore he underscore podcast and can also find us on Facebook just looking up the Who's He Podcast Facebook group. 